0: Welcome to the Champagne and Campaign podcast, where we talk everything basketball and much more. I'm your host, Darcy Emery. The CNC pod will be coming to you weekly and will feature a rotating crew of guests chatting about my favourite sports and leagues in the world, including NBA hoops, Aussie rules footy, and the NRL. Sadly, former host Christian farewells us this NBA season as he focuses on his work with basketball forever and his page, The Betting Room. Where we'll be giving out betting tips across multiple sports. That handle, again, is at the betting room. Now, I'm extremely excited to launch the first episode of the CNC pod. Today, I'm joined by Kyle Greywall, a.k.a. Colvier, all the way from Surrey in Canada, and I'm also joined by city-sider Dan, no middle name, Ferrari, as we preview the upcoming NBA season for their team, the Los Angeles Lakers. We hit on the Lakeshore's roster moves, predict the starting lineups, select X factors and make a bet on where we think they'll finish in the standings. So without further ado, let's pop a bottle and jump straight into my chat with Kyle and Dan. We're recording this just after 10.15 Australian Eastern Time. It's Sunday, October 3rd, NRL Grand Final Day for those in Australia. And believe it or not, we're just one day away from the first preseason game of the 2021 20, 22 NBA season. Today, we preview one of the teams that's playing in the first preseason matchup, and that's the Los Angeles Lakers. Joining me first from the sunny shores of Bondi, we have one of the world's biggest Kobe fans, Dan Ferrari. How are you doing, mate?
1: Good, bro. Thank you for having me. It's an honor.
0: Dan, can you shine just a little light on, on why Kobe is so special for you and, and why you stay with the Lakers?
1: Man, yeah, 100%. I would love to. Um, Kobe, what what an icon in my life that guy is. Uh, I remember um, I only got into basketball around like 07, 08. Um, and that was probably the peak of Kobe's powers. Um, and I remember just like falling in love with big shots big moments I remember like watching all that 09 season he had like seven game winners that season um LeBron didn't make it to the finals but we'll let that go um I remember yeah just just the big moments and like I fell in love with a a player who could kind of transcend like winning and losing and more into turning the game into this like beyond entertainment beyond like um yeah, be like, what reason are we watching it? You know, like that would be the main thing that would come to mind. And, and Kobe would kind of bring together, like all the villains and all the people who hated him and bring together all his fans and kind of create these amazing moments on the court and moments I never forget. So yeah, never forget Kobe.
0: Hey, thanks for sharing and boy, do we miss Kobe out here, but not, not to be forgotten joining us in this, in this Lakers preview, we've got Kyle Graywall joining us all the way from Surrey in Canada. Shout out to Surrey. Kyle is known (laughs) as the the bronze sexual in the group. No doubt, he follows King James to to whatever team he likes. So this is Kyle's second appearance on the pod. So welcome back KG.
2: Thanks for having me, man. Like like Dan said, it's
0: an honor. All right, so let's hop right into it with the Los Angeles Lakers. So last season, they got knocked out in the first round in a 4-1 loss to Phoenix. Phoenix ended up going all the way to the NBA finals, as we know record record for the regular season, they were 42 and 30, slipped a little bit with LeBron's injury and AD's injury troubles and ended up seventh in the West and only third in the PAC Pacific Division. So if we if we go to their roster first, that's the first thing we'll talk about, we look at the additions that they made, obviously the, the big move is they brought in Russell Westbrook via trade and... They basically added a bunch of veteran pieces or guys on, on minimum contracts to, to supplement that. So if you look down the list, we look at Kendrick Nunn, who's come over from Miami. Carmelo finally makes his, his jump over to LeBron's team. Looks like this has been a long time in the making for him. they got Trevor Ariza, former Laker champion himself. Wayne Ellington, Dwight Howard's back from, from the team that won in the bubble, along with Rajon Rondo also back. D'Andre Jordan, after his, uh, his buyout of Brooklyn, he ends up on this team. Also, Kent Bazemore, Malik Monk. And if you believe it, there's a 10-day contract for a former NBL player in um, Cameron Oliver on this team. So there's a chance that you might see him play a couple of minutes for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Notable, notable departures for this Lakers squad. Wesley Matthews, veteran. Alfonso McKinney's out. Also, Dennis Schroeder. We know about the, uh, the situation with him, how he turned down the contract extension earlier in the season. And he's ended sure. up taking a one year deal, kind of a bet on himself deal to go play point guard for Boston. So KCP, Montres Harrell, Kyle Kuzma, they were all part of that trade that um, they're all going to Washington now. We know Caruso signed an off season contract to go to Chicago. Marcus Oll and Jared Dudley are retiring. Mark Keith Morris is over in Miami. Andre Drummond is going to Philly. And Ben McAmore's is in Portland. So. With all those, there's a lot of names out there, and I'll throw it over to you first, Dan. What are your thoughts on the roster moves of the Lakers in the offseason?
1: I mean, like in terms of a net positive or a negative perspective, I think they definitely improved their roster. Um, I, I think anyone who knows me knows I'm a diehard Westbrook fan, so I'm, uh, I'm all for adding Westbrook to the Lakers. Um, yeah, you look at the pieces they lost, I mean, there's some, there's some names there who are significant. Um, obviously Andre Drummond was a beast Um, obviously like Wes Matthews and players like that and Kuzma, Caruso like White Kobe like they're they're significant pieces and Um, did they give up too
0: much you reckon for Westbrook or can can Westbrook fit perfectly and make up for that
1: yeah so the question mark for me is um, what kind of Westbrook do we get like are we getting the Westbrook that doesn't give a far that just goes there and shoots sorry for swearing I don't know if that's the rule Um, That goes out there and like shoot that, shoot 70% from the free throw line that just kind of takes, you know, aggressive shots in the heat of the moment early in the shot clock without thinking, or or are we going to get a Westbrook that, you know, practices hard, like can actually improve those percentages a bit? Like you got to imagine he's going to be the most open he's been in recent history, definitely since going back to the time of playing with Durant. Um, So maybe if you can get those better looks, maybe if you can train a bit harder. Um, and in the clutch, you know, we got King James running that that those high IQ plays. We might see a, a different Westbrook and a piece that could really really contribute well, to a championship this season.
0: Well, that is really the question, right? It seems like they've got everything built to be a great regular season team, a team that can rack up the points. And if you know, it doesn't matter whether. Westbrook's running the show, and LeBron's having a rest on the bench, or LeBron can continue his MVP regular season form from last year. But the big question mark is kind of how does how does that group of of players fit on the court together, particularly with Westbrook in in a playoff situation where it's it's really tight defense, it's half court game, and such like that. So with that, what do, what do you reckon, Carl? What do you think about this fit with Westbrook and the Lakers, and, and kind of the pieces they've been able to put around it?
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I, I don't think they gave up too much at all. I think, uh, like like Dad was saying, overall, it's a big net positive. Can we just take a second to thank Dennis Schroeder for uh, turning down that 80 mil and making all of this possible? Can we just but thank let Dennis you, for that? Never forget, baby. You. Never forget that. The Lakers, never when this chip falls into the – when the banner drops in the Staples Center after this season – I think the Lakers owe a massive thank you to Dennis for that. A little uh,
1: footnote on that banner, just the bottom left corner for Dennis showed up.
2: Thank you, Dennis. Yeah, honestly, he deserves it because uh, it allowed Russell Westbrook to come into town and uh, like Dan said too, which Russell will we get? I mean, I think he's had his moments in his career where he's obviously collided with KD and Harden and so-and-so. So, So, you know, is he going to be able to check his ego at the door and allow Braun and AD to take over and just, you know, do what he has to do. This team doesn't need him to be 30-10-10, and 10, you know? Maybe 20-10-10, I don't know. But I think it'll all fit. I think it's a brand new team. Obviously it is. There's like, how many additions and departures did you say? It's like the most of all time for like, it's ridiculous. There might be a record for that. But yeah, so I think it'll fit. Looking forward to this game tomorrow at 1230. Wow, against Brooklyn. But who will play, you think?
0: Yeah, you know we can't read too much into those preseason games but when you've got so many new players it's great to just see them out there on the court together. I, I remember LeBron's first game in LA in a preseason game against the Warriors it was just the energy was so high knowing that the Lakers were going to be back contending. So no doubt they'll be thinking championship or bust this season with this team. having so many veterans, We you know, we talked about the kind of players that they've got. And the <laughs> the general age of them is in the late later side of the 30s. So we're looking at a veteran team ready to win pretty much right away. And, yeah, I guess that kind of moves us on to what is the burning question or, or who's the X factor in this lineup? We, we talked a bunch about Westbrook and that fit, but who might be a player who's kind of under the radar on this team who can have a huge impact or one of their star players who, who needs to have a bounce-back season, I think. For me, I I look to Anthony Davis and how quiet he was last season. I think that if they're going to push him to the five spot a lot, at at least in in crunch time, then I think he really needs to step up and and be able to stay fit more so than anything to maintain his defensive prowess and and help this team become elite defensively. If if you look back at the bubble, that's really what their championship was built on. And at this stage of career, guys like Mello and Westbrook, I really think they need to Dig in defensively if this team wants to be the best version of itself. So that's probably the X factor for me, or the burning question. What are you thinking, Dan?
1: Yeah, I think um, in terms of X factor, it's it's kind of ironic saying Anthony Davis because he's obviously one of like a top five player in the league and and someone who's you know historically been like like numbers are crazy, numbers are crazy. Just continuously uh, brings the same consistent performance until he got to the Lakers. Um, and then it was a bit hard playing alongside the King James type who dominates the ball, who, you know, we saw it with like D Wade and Bosch, like, you know, players have to adjust to other great players on their team. And, and AD did a decent job. I think, um, especially in the playoffs and they won that championship, he had some big games and stepped up, but I, I agree. I think Davis has got to really um, assert himself. I think he's got to be demanding and, and kind of um, force himself mm-hmm. on the ball. And, and that's on Vogel too. That's on um, Russ. That's on the players to like feed him when he's there and, and keep that open eye which i'm sure they will have um the interesting thing that that we have with westbrook is he's he's a regular season motor like he's an engine that's gonna fire for like 82 games and and get you like an extra five or six or seven wins just because he just is so Mm -hmm. ferocious with that energy um i think lebron can potentially get a chance to rest then and and have a bit of a, a bit more energy in the in the playoffs um and, and then what we're looking for in, in, in that situation is if, if Westbrook in, is, is driving that kind of motor and AD sort of inside, we need that next kind of piece, like who's that who's that person going to be? Um, I think, I don't know if I've said this to you guys, I'm, I'm huge on THT, Taylor Horton Tucker, he's... Yeah. I, I reckon he's a future Hall of Famer. I'm saying this right now. I, I'm a massive fan of him. I, reckon he's, of, I remember that famer. game last season against the Clippers. Future Hall of Famer, bro. I'm so big Shit. on this guy. He, he. Do you remember that game he torched the Clippers? Kawhi and PG last season? I yeah, think it was season yeah, like season,
0: maybe.
1: Yeah, like, yeah, 30, 34, like, but, like, crazy shots, like, step back. So, so smooth with it. Um... I was looking up some of the rookies, too. I was looking up uh, Austin Austin Reeves. Hillbilly Kobe, they're calling him. Have you guys heard that? I haven't heard that. Austin Reeves, dude. He's got, he's, that's his nickname. Hillbilly Kobe. He takes, like, crazy shots. He's got a bit of um, ball handling game. And this is another new guy, Sean, Sean D. Brown, um, another rookie. And I was looking at uh, Jawai, or what's his name? Uh <laughs> Yeah, the other guy, Juwaii or something like that. Um, yeah, they got some pieces there for sure. I think um, the, the big question mark is the six-man. So so whether that's like a Malik Monk, whether that's like the THT kind of... This, this, who's going to get those minutes? Who's going to be there to offset um, three great players?
0: Who's got the confidence to knock
1: down shots alongside three of the best players in the league?
0: <sighs> I think I think you hit it there with the shots because they really need a floor spacer in that position, and I think that's part of the reason they've got Carmelo as well, considering how well he, he shot the three last year. And we know that Monk has shown flashes of being a great outside shooter. So it was um, Kendrick Nunn, but you're right; they definitely need a shooter outside there. I think if you're looking at a veteran, you probably look at a guy like Wayne Ellington, who made almost you know over four threes a game last year, at, at close to forty percent. So he's a guy who kind of is is perfect in that role potentially, but. There's boy, obviously defensive right. downsides in, in that with having him on the floor. So, so what do you think, Kyle, on that?
2: Just one sec, if so he's walking through. Make, maybe make a note. Go ahead, Hi.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, I, a, I said hi. Dan did weirdo.
1: I gave a little Just wave. wave. Just he said
2: hi too. Bye. Distance. So you asked me a question. Do you want to ask it again? Or how do you want to do that So
0: who, who do you think is the x factor for this team or or what's the okay. what's the, the burning question in terms of their, um, their roster
2: yeah uh i kind of on, on the side of what both of you said as well ad is a big it's yeah it's funny like that's like such a uh he's obviously going to be hall of famer but like well not actually yeah he obviously will be a hall of famer but how is he the X factor, you know, given his status, but it's just because there's question marks when you get personality like Russ and AD tends to take that backseat. He really needs to step up. But uh, you guys talked on that. I won't mention that. I really like uh, Kendrick Nunn. You know, he took a pay cut. He had a crazy, he's not crazy, but he had some really good games in Miami and I like his game a lot. He has a lot of potential, a young guy, a lot of grit. You know, he has a chip on his shoulder.
0: He's not scared. Eh?
2: He's not scared at all. So he'll love this these moments, being in L.A., playing in L.A. He took quite, I wouldn't say like a huge, huge pay cut, but he's easily a 10 mil, 12 mil type of guy. He's on for five right now, five years, two years, second year player option. Mm-hmm. So he's really going to make a name for himself. I hope he just does it the right way, you know. And if he goes about his business the right way, that's a great backup to Russ too. Cause he'll kind of keep that engine going when he comes in the game too. You know, he's really looking to score coming downhill on guys. So, I mean, I think he can, he can be a huge X factor. I think Kendrick not could be a huge X factor. They got, Lakers got him at a discount. He's a solid player. If Russ needs time, Braun needs time, you know, he can kind of carry the load with a couple other guys. So, and then Rondo, it'll be interesting to see how they fit with mm. Rondo, Kendrick, and Russ. That'll be an interesting
1: situation. Yo, KG, can I ask you a question? Who do you think has more talent right now? Kendrick Nunn or Malik Monk?
2: Man, I, well, Kendrick, I Malik shows flashes. I think Malik has maybe more upside if he can ever put it together. I think he was putting it together for a long period of time. I'd say they're pretty equal, but Malik's a high flyer, too. So, you know, he's a tough shot maker and and uh, he's a high flyer, so he might be a little bit more exciting. Maybe Kendrick, I'd say right now, I think he's a safer bet. I'd have to say Kendrick. But mm. if Malik puts it together and everything clicks, man, I like I don't even know who will start at the two. Is it going to be Wayne Ellington because well, he's a vet? and he's like one of the best shooters? Is well, it gonna be
0: Malik? A money. Why, that's a good transition. Why don't we get into the starting lineup and, and what we think it will look like? Because the depth yeah. chart, it has a great mix of – we talked about a lot of, of veteran players and they have a hell of a lot of all-star appearances throughout the roster. And yeah, we mentioned two or three of their young, talented, you know, more athletic players that they might be able to kind of carve a role for themselves out in the team. And, and I think Frank Vogel will probably have a, a lot of different options and really interesting to see who he goes with on opening night and how he tries to start this process. So for, for me, if, if, if I think about what their starting lineup looks like, I think yep. I think they go ahead and start Anthony Davis at the five. I think that they, even though they have a lot of backups in that position, I think... I think
2: they came on and said that.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that... I'm pretty confident that that's how they'll go. And I think LeBron will push into the, the power forward position. I think Trevor Ariza will get the nod to start at, at small forward, former Laker. I think Wayne Ellington is their most proven shooter. I think he'll start at the shooting guard. And then obviously Russ running the point. So, how do you feel about that? And I'm sure you probably don't have the same thing. So, I think um,
1: I think that's a pretty solid starting five, um, and definitely one we'll see to close out the a couple of games, or or maybe most of the games this season. I, I think the Lakers are going to be trying to look to like see who that that next piece is. They're going to be like, look, like one of the question marks of this team is like, what's going to happen like next year, and what's going to happen the year after that. We got we got like a lot of a lot of big contracts like a lot of like one year contracts a lot of players who you know who, who are going to need more money if they're going to come back in, in a couple of years like th- there's a big question mark with how they treat players like Malik Monk players like Kendrick Nunn players like those rookies Austin Reeves Chondie Brown all these NHL. guys coming Yeah, yeah Taylor Horton-Tucker future Hall of Famer like we got to look at like how they treat these guys um, and I think what's going to happen is we're going to maybe like have those kind of kind of games where you have the starting five that you've said, where you have Wayne Ellington and Trevor Ariza filling mm-hmm. in those two extra spots. Um, but I think as we go along through the season, we might start seeing players like Talon Horton Tucker, players like Malik, yeah. players like Kendrick Nunn finishing those games. And I think whoever does turn out those big games during the season will kind of solidify the spot on but that roster. And, that, and my bet's on THT. I'm, I'm a huge THT fan.
2: Dan, we, we both Dem- you and Demi said Trevor might get that nod you know just because being a better whatever do you think THT at some point during the season will be able to take his starting
1: spot 100% I think at some point he'll be able to take his starting spot depends if we get Trevor or of old though. that guy's a, a unicorn man he's he's like Benjamin <laughs> Button out there he's he's still looking the same he's looking fit
2: yeah he looks like
1: yeah he, he doesn't look looks like hey yeah he, he was where was he like recently? I think he played at Washington and Sacramento like the last few seasons. Yeah, you know. He was getting like thirty something minutes at Washington, like ridiculous numbers for his age. But he was putting up like two of eleven and like not a lot else, <sighs> like a steal and a half because he's a goat steals player. Um but yeah, I th- I think um it just depends what kind of Trevor do we get. If he can knock down those shots, um if he's shooting like thirty, thirty-five percent, let's say Thirty-five percent from three, forty percent from the field, forty-four percent from the field. That's that's pretty solid. That'd be tough to take over, but I think um, I think Tht takes it. I, I think
0: that a reason might get that nod to start, but I also have yeah. to it, it, it might matter what what's happening in training camp right now because Ken Baysmore yeah. is a guy who's coming off a really solid season with the Warriors and ended up starting for them in in their last two games of the season in the playing tournament. So Baysmore. Kyle, you and I talked about it before the pod. He shot almost forty percent from three last season, and and really solidified a role he, with the Warriors. Yeah, forty point
2: eight. Did he forty
1: point da- eight from three last season? Daniel. So that, that could pro- could potentially be a
0: reason. You know, eighteen games
1: baseball, Isn't he a triple one guy? Doesn't he get steals and blocks as well? He averaged
2: half a block last season, half and that's only in the okay. twenty minutes. That's a good point, Demry. I mean, that three... I think... I think... Uh, yeah, obviously, they have Dwight and uh, DJ as the bigs. But, like, they'll play them as they need and whatever. But bring in AD at the five. I like Braun at the four. That's more his natural position. And then you got... Shooting. All these wings and shooting. And that's how you get him in. You have to play AD and Braun. At, because if you play Braun at the three, like, where is Bazemore getting minutes in that situation? Like, he's just not. So... Mm-hmm. Going with a, a semi-small lineup, Braun and that guy, uh, AD at the 4-5, it allows all these guys to get in the game. Like Kent Bazemore, he just might be a younger Trevor. Like maybe he's a bit better on uh, on-ball defense against like, you know, Paul George and those types of guys. Like, who, you know, who's going to guard KD? Like probably throw Trevor and Kent on them all, all game one. I don't know.
0: Well, not a lot of people know this about the Lakers team that, won the championship in the bubble, but they were number one in the league in transition points. And a lot of that had to do, obviously, with LeBron's ability to pass, Anthony Davis's, you know, flexibility and ability to to run the floor really well. And with a couple of the young guys in their roster, I reckon that if this team locks in defensively, they could be an absolute beast in transition. We talk about Westbrook and the, the ability wow. to get multiple multiple assists in in transition he's basically be a freight train that you can't stop and if he's fit in firing I think they potentially put a bit of, a bit more youth and a bit more speed in in this starting lineup to yeah to get their um get their transition game going I know the Milwaukee Bucks in this latest NBA Finals were exceptional in transition and really burned Phoenix on um, on opportunities in transition so I think the Lakers will probably make that a pretty key thing and that's when a guy like potentially Tatum Horton Tucker might might sneak in that lineup given his his size and, and um and flexibility himself. You, you wonder which position is is Taylor Taylor Horton Tucker's best because we saw him handle the ball as a bit of a point guard at times, but obviously the the Lakers are really big on his length and and we've been told that he is one of the best in their team at getting to the basket. Hey, man, if this things go versatile if, if, versatile it, rosters, you got, yeah.
2: I was just thinking, looking at this roster right now, if things go sour, obviously, you don't want AD to get hurt, Russ, but like if it, if it does go sour, you could just do a classic LeBron Cavs lineup. Maybe you can't carry like you used to, but with some young guns, like you throw Kendrick at the one, Malik at the two, uh, Bazemore at the three, Braun at the four, and Dwight at the five. That's like a throwback Cavs, you know, just create and you got some shooters, and then none's a solid. I like him, man. I I like this team. Very versatile. Frank Vogel has his hands full. His job is not going to be easy, trying Mm -hmm. to get all these guys in the game. But it'll be exciting for him, I think, you know?
0: Mm -hmm. I
2: think early in the season, too, he should just play a ton of different lineups. Just experiment, you know? Just play, like, so many different lineups and see what works.
1: What what kind of uh, mellow are we going to get this Yeah, mellow? Like how is what he going to get... He's he finally... backup for
2: LeBron or is he small ball 5 with LeBron? Like
1: is he starting? Like what's going to happen? Did, yeah. did you
0: did you guys hear, hear He can't start. I'm not sure, I'm not sure which which podcast it was on, but Mello basically told us about the experience. He got the call from LeBron and Bongo's. <laughs> he goes I need you. And then that was all that needed to be said. And Melo was. He's like, like you're the
2: GM, man.
1: I just got drafted, coach.
0: Well, it's yeah, he's he's finally in, in a position to be a favorite in the Western Conference. And you know, anything less than a Crazy. Western conference or finals would be, you know, would be a disappointment for this Lakers team, we would think. And and Carmelo really wants a taste of that for sure. Chris Paul got his taste last year, and, and now it's probably Melo's yeah. turn. So he did shoot the three ball really well for, for Portland last year. So I think he's, he's still got a little bit left in him. If we uh if, if we look at how many wins we think that this team will get in the regular season, so predictions. Let's go first with the um the over-unders on the winning total in the regular season. So sports bet right now have got them at 53 and a half wins. So Dan and Kyle, are you guys going? We'll go Dan first. Are you going over or under? 53 and a half wins
1: i am 100 percent going with over and go. i reckon that over like i reckon you get to 54 55 wins in the west and you're looking at a one seed i reckon we're looking at the most competitive west like wow. league we've seen in the history of west so i was gonna say uh,
2: like yeah that's usually like a
1: six like
0: so yeah you're predicting that number one seed as well
1: I reckon we'll no, have like two or three teams on fifty-three, like two teams on fifty-four, and like I reckon yeah. it's going to be tight. You you're not, you're not yeah.
0: scared. You're not scared of Utah with the exceptional regular season they had last
1: year. I'm, probably, I'm terrified of Utah, man. What are you? I'm terrified of Utah. I'm terrified of the Clippers. I'm terrified of of a bunch of teams in the West. And like I'm looking at what's Denver going to do. I'm looking at like what what teams are going to step up. Like it's and it is, Denver
2: and Jamal comes back at the right time too. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah.
1: No, that's, that's significant man they they're they're a hell of a team they they've been knocking on the finals for the past couple of years and yeah. and you think that it's it's only a matter of time for them and Utah so like especially so like in, in Utah you got to think if they don't if they do another nothing season how many more seasons are they going to go where you know it's just a bit of a crumble at the end and it all fizzles out and they just come back next year and hope for the best like yeah. is, you, so is Utah just that, that
2: are they just going to be at like perennial like better regular Utah. season team cuz they just take care of their business so well and their system so dialed in, but then they just like don't have that notch to turn it up in the well, playoffs. Like is that them kind of? Well
0: well that was that was Milwaukee, right? Until they were able to get over the hump in this last previous season. So with a true holiday. You think about all of the criticism that yeah. like, I think of all the criticism a guy like Gobert got in this re- latest you know edition of of the playoffs where they got knocked out in in, in not exactly a very nice way by, by the Clippers, but I think when you're talking about the regular season and where these teams will finish, I think that you can you can push the Clippers right down the Western Conference just because of the simple fact that Kawhi looks like he'll miss almost all of the regular season. And as much as their unit was clicking without him in the playoffs, you really need a superstar player if you're going to be in the top top edge of the West. And similar with a uh, similar with Denver, I reckon, obviously. Jokic can carry a team. He showed that MVP status last year. When, when Mario went down, he went up to another level. But I think the Lakers would be looking at their roster and who they've got superstar talent and thinking that they should be ahead of both those teams in the Western Conference standings. What, what do you think? Sure.
2: Yeah, for sure, I agree. They got to they got a lot. Lo- they got a lot of their roster right now. They're so deep. Like, yeah, they're old, but they just have they have just enough youth. I feel like like Basemore's over thirty, but he's just thirty one. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And you got the you got Dan's favorite THT. He's gotta replace that. He's got he's he, it's perfect because he can replace the, the the lore that Alex Caruso brought. You know that fan lore. Maybe THT can get a, a nice following like that. But I I like the overall map. And in terms of whether they can finish one, I think it'll depend on how long it takes them to click. If they can do it right away off the bat and not like. Lose those early games to a Sacramento and to a, you know, mm-hmm. uh, you know those teams that you really shouldn't be losing to. And one's not out of the picture.
0: We've seen big threes come together, superstars come together and make it work really quick. Whether it's Boston getting championship in their first year, Miami getting to the finals straight away, when yep. Kyrie and Kevin Love teamed up in Cleveland, they're in the finals in their first year as well. So. I don't think Westbrook AD and the vine will be wasting any time. They'll be want to get this thing clicking as well as, as early as possible. And obviously a bit of a shortened off season right now, but all reports are that those three players are healthy coming into the season and and obviously that's a big factor and, and luck is a huge, huge part in that. But so we're all going over on 53 and a half wins on the Lakers this regular season. Yeah. Great. So our sports betters out there that's at a dollar eighty seven for the line so that might become part of a little multi for you and we will go forward through our through our pre-season previews of, of some of the, the most interesting teams in the NBA and maybe we can put together a little bit of a multi but uh I appreciate you, going, on come. Would
2: you guys just like you guys ever just take a season win over like just on its own? It's just such a long-term investment and it's like how much are you going to oh, yeah, in?
1: definitely I remember um Atlanta last year was an absolute get-on they started really cold and they had that 20 game win streak yeah. um, my, my roommate was uh, multiing Atlanta's uh, wins for the seasons into every like future they had like he had like ten different MVP bets going and every single oh, one, yeah. one had Atlanta overs for the season because that way you get that um that odds boost on Sportsbet as well um, but yeah the, the the season bets are the they're, they're a big call um, I think it's only when you you got to see like a massive difference with sports, but you take it because otherwise it's like it's not there's not much of an edge there, otherwise.
0: Yeah, I think at um you know a dollar eighty seven you're probably looking to make that into a little bit of a multi, but with um thanks very much for coming on today, guys. I just we'll get a you. get a closing closing comment from you guys if there's anything you wanted to touch on in terms of the Lakers or maybe one thing you're looking most forward to or a moment that you think will be huge for the Lakers in in this upcoming season. Dan, you want to hit it first?
1: Yeah, can can I can I have a disagreement with Carl really quickly on um, what he thinks LeBron's going to be doing uh, this season? What kind of stats are we going to see, Carl, from LeBron? Because I, oh, I reckon you're going to invite them.
2: I think he'll uh, – I think naturally with Russ coming into town, his rebounds will take a little dip. But if he's starting <laughs> at the four, I think they're going to stay slightly around, you know, the seven-ish, eight-ish range. Uh, assist with Russ too. See, now that's going to be interesting because –
0: I I, it's LeBron,
2: man. I still see it. I still see him seven. I see it. LeBron's stat line is like twenty-seven, seven, and seven, like for his career, almost. You know, I don't see him averaging twenty-seven points. Maybe I could see him going under twenty-five this year. I don't know if he has ever.
0: I, I, has up. Really. I, I think he definitely needs to shoot more threes, shoot more spot-up threes, because that's what's going to be open with Russell Westbrook on the floor. He's going to have to be more willing. Last season, he shot a career high in number of threes and threes made. So he, in the offseason, he really needs to look at his catch-and-shoot because he, he needs to knock them down. Average season. Sorry.
2: 21 in his rookie year. He's never averaged below 25. Last year, he averaged 25.0 on the dot. I think this is the year he's in that 24 range. Uh yeah i think ad needs i think ad should be the leading scorer of this team i think that's how they become the most successful
1: i reckon we see lebron who plays like 28 minutes a night maybe 26 a night. Really, be really takes it back seat
0: yeah man i'm looking at his stats right working. now his
2: lowest was 33 minutes was last year his lowest you know
0: he he, have, you know he's he he been told you know, he hates that. Yeah,
1: hates I think, I think he's, um, he's like, how old is LeBron now? Like 36? Is that 36? his age? Yeah. 36. He's, bro, that's, that's not young. That's like, how old that Trevor is. is. Bro, he's, he's Trevor Aries' age. We're looking at Trevor like, yeah, man. He, yeah, he still looks young. Like, how can he do it? And, and we're talking about LeBron as if he's like this, like engine player. who can just continue. That's totally, yeah, but, know, I, I think, uh, I, I, I think we see LeBron take a step down and, and I reckon we see like maybe even like a 20 points per game, like a six and six, 25 and five. Like I reckon a real backseat until playoffs where like he's he saved that energy and then brings out those 30, 10 and 10 performances.
0: Yeah, we know he likes to turn it on in the playoffs and at the end of the game, especially in the playoffs, the ball's going to be in his hands. You can pretty much guarantee that. I think from, um, yeah, interesting points that you touched on there about LeBron and, and his season going forward. Does he... You know we know in the back of his mind he really wants to catch Kareem and become the highest point scorer of all time. It's going to take a couple of 25 point per game seasons. Or is it does he really sacrifice for the team and, and try to get that that fifth championship to tie himself up with Kobe if you know if he locks in on the defensive end and kind of sacrifices some of his offensive game and they get the best out of a guy like Westbrook, then yeah, you could see that team being extremely tough. But it's also difficult to imagine that considering the kind of control that LeBron has over his teams and how he puts his stamp on the way that they play. So it'll be a super interesting thing to, to watch and throughout the season. And in particular, we'll get a really good look at it tomorrow for our Australian fans on Monday morning, 4th of October. We will see some LA Lakers in action against the Brooklyn Nets. So... Get get keen for that preseason preseason basketball and then all those people out there doing their fantasy leagues and their fantasy drafts. Good luck to them. I know that me and Kyle, we just found out our, where we're going to be drafting in our draft lottery and surprise, surprise, the Dallas Mavericks diehard Darcy got the number one pick. So
2: what, what pick did I get, bro? Do you
1: remember?
0: You got pick number nine, bro. So you're uh, a little bit down, but... You can take a at nine, bro.
1: Ah,
0: uh, bro. He definitely slipping out of the first round, I think, with, Ron, with, with so many good options. Yeah, I think so.
2: I reckon it, nine is a trash pick. Like, there's like a top six, top eight type guys. Like, like you think Tatum falls to me at nine?
1: Like, damn. Yeah, play. Tatum, I don't know if you want that even.
0: I think Tatum's going to be bona fide this year. Bonafide. At nine? I'm, I'm in the camp of Boston having a revive season, I think, for sure. Any team that picks up Ennis Kanter, they're absolutely balling. I don't want to get this
2: pod too too far off track here, but where, where's uh, Robert Williams getting drafted, man?
0: The time Ooh.
1: lord. He's gonna be a GOAT for blocks. Like, wow. It, oh damn, that is insane. What he's Like, to if doing he doing starts and gets then.
2: 25 minutes a game, he can he'll leave the NBA in blocks.
0: He's, yeah, like he'll get four four point five, I reckon. There's been, <laughs> oh, that's great. there's been that there's always been that thing, you know, when he gets the constant role is as, as a starting center and he tends to get injured and tends to not be able to run 82 games out. So that'll be interesting balance for him, but no doubt he's one of the most intriguing young players in the league, one of the most efficient as well. So without, uh, without further ado, we'll, we'll wrap this pot up. Thank you so much for coming on guys. Um, great to talk about the Lakers, one of the most polarizing teams in the league and, Uh, first time visit on the pod for you Dan great to have you on and and no doubt we'll have you on again soon appreciate you um, taking the time and and popping in for us
1: absolutely thank you thank you very much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure and thank you
0: you're welcome and KG thanks for coming on once again you know making the effort going international with time zone barriers and all that thanks for for checking in from from Surrey and Canada and all the best for your Lakers this season and, and no doubt we'll have you back on the pod shortly Yeah,
2: man, I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for having me. And, yeah, looking forward to doing another one.
0: All right, guys, thanks very much for listening. Be sure to check into the preseason game tomorrow. But that's all from us for now. Peace out. Cheers, boys. Thanks. Peace.